Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. which is all about demons. possessions and demons. And then, then we did the encounters. So it was just like demon, 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 demon. Lots Hell of no, let's stop. Yeah. I mean, I'm eager to hear what people here think too. And once they see the video and hear the actual audio, but essentially, yeah, Sabrina was hearing these weird things coming through her headphones. I couldn't hear the recording yeah. devices that we use on Sabrina's end were f- flashing Flickering, yeah, flickering. And then I'm looking at, like, we record the video on Zoom. So I can see both Sabrina's screen and I can also see my screen. And I noticed that there's like smoke coming up behind me and I had some candles lit. So I was like, oh, one of the candles must have like gone out or whatever. And I look back and all of them nope. are still perfectly lit. I have no idea where the smoke was coming from. And then one candle had split basically and had two flames coming from two the flames. same wick, like a second away from each other. And then one of the flames, this is, this sounds, it's so, it's, we have it on video. This sounds like I'm, yeah, I'm delusional saying this, but one of the flames lifted off of the wick and floated like seven inches above the wick and then went back down. And you can see too, because I was like, this has to be a trick of the camera or whatever, but I wasn't looking i was looking with my bare eyes with my naked eyes at this and had like leaned forward and leaned back and i still watched the thing go up and then back down and it wasn't i couldn't repeat it so clearly yeah you can see it so clearly in the video it's not a trick of the light it is very clearly yeah anyway we're gonna have to put together a little compilation of those couple of things yeah i was re-listening to one of the videos because it took like four videos as it was all happening yeah and i sent them all to sabrina just in case that even tries to remove them from my phone but yeah, I was re-listening to it and my voice doesn't even sound like my voice. I'm like, what? What the fuck is that? Like, I'm so aggressive and really like, deep for my voice. <laughs> and then at the very end, I'm like, I turn, I go, Sabrina. <laughs> I was just excited <laughs> to tell you. I went from being like, oh, oh Sabrina. my God. <laughs> I'm on edge tonight. I I feel like, I feel like we had a nice break because we, between our recording and then now this we have a little bit of time of a break and now we're back mm-hmm. talking about it i just immediately got back to be on edge like truly the second corinne and i, I jumped know. on our call for our meeting that we have right before this my bedroom door slammed shut and i know it's the wind but it was just like okay we're back but didn't it slam shut in a different way than it normally does because you were like that's um, odd yeah but we're just ignoring that 
we have to ignore it. We can't give it power. I cleansed my yeah. space. I said, you're not welcome. Yeah. La-di-da and Sabrina, you need to do the La-di-da. same thing. Anyway, um, yeah. So we're here now. We're here now. We did decide on the podcast to make October a really, really spooky month. And honestly, we're probably going to regret it. But <laughs> we never yeah, regret you guys are gonna like. Nights. Yeah. Keep track of us in the month of October as we start recording these episodes. Like if our <laughs> demeanors start to shift, if Corinne's voice starts to get deeper and deeper, just yeah, you know, send you help. You guys have to be on high alert because there's a chance that it's just not a joke anymore. Like we really, truly it's not have us been anymore. baiting these entities for five years. <laughs> for and five years. Finally coming forward. I'm getting nervous. Why am I in this room <laughs> all by myself? I need a babysitter. I need someone to watch my back. Oh gosh. We were talking honestly as after we finished recording, we both were like, we need to shower, but also don't want to shower because I'm scared to go into the bathroom by myself. Like, do we shower together? Do we bring the computers or a FaceTime in the shower? But we're here. We survived today so far. Um, And there's no theme for tonight's campfire stories. For those of you who are new to campfire stories, hello, welcome. We're so glad to have you. We are so excited to get into stories. There's no theme. So any story of yours, um, spooky, scary, lighthearted, aliens, cryptids, we want to hear it all. And we ask that you try to find a quiet place and somewhere with good service so you can share your story and everyone can hear it. And then we ask that you try to keep your story to the five-ish or so minutes. Again, we're not going to really limit you. It's just more of a, let's try to get as many people up here as possible tonight. All right. Let me see. Oh, and at the end of tonight's show, we would love to pick a theme for next week. So start thinking Mm -hmm. about what you want to pick, what a good theme would be for next week and stick around. All right. I'm going to bring up Marcus. Hello. Hi. This is really fast. When I was in middle school, I lived in a house in a, like a trailer house. And, uh, there was, uh, I found out there was like little girls murdered by this old old man back in like the 70s and he like buried him in their backyard in his backyard there horrifying and i don't know how much truth is in that but that's like i said middle school you believe anything anyway i had a bus driver who had like medium abilities and she said there was two resident little girls there and i okay because i would have experiences like my bedroom door would open and I would say, can you close that please? And they would close it until you hear a click. And one day I was like, she told me how to help them move on. I said, you can move on now. It's okay. Don't be scared. And I didn't ever hear experience anything else after that. Yeah. Wow. Wait, that's amazing. You helped that it them move on. And, uh, yeah, that was my like, very first experience with anything like that. Other than I did have a alienish experience with my grandfather. We were coming to see some cousins. Uh, we were just driving along. We look over, and there was this saucer. Not a saucer. We couldn't tell what it was, but there was a... Uh, something going in the sky had a big red light on top of it and it tilted and just shot off like a rocket oh my gosh i mean my dad he doesn't believe in any of that kind of things but you know until he experiences something i don't think he'll ever believe in anything like that 
because my grandpa told him told him that story and he's like okay yeah whatever <laughs> yeah i mean it's easy to write off right because it's like this yeah. scary yeah. thing and you're kind of like i hope it's not true so yeah. i think it would be easy to be like, sometimes oh, it's easier oh, yeah. not to believe even though yeah. The only experience my dad's ever told me is he was because he's a truck driver as well, is he was driving down the highway and seeing this girl standing in the middle of the road and he swore he hit her, he stopped the truck, got out, nothing around. That is terrifying. <laughs> so and terrifying. That was that was during the witching hour too. Oh my gosh, of that's course. horrifying. And he oh chops it up to you you weren't up for twenty hours either. So he was up for a while. Back then, when they could get away with that before all the regulations. And- yeah. Yeah. And then- wow. Wow, right. Marcus. They, these were amazing stories to start us off with. And um, oh, yeah. I, so, I sounds like you have, have so many. Oh, yeah. I actually have some recent ones, but I can tell that next Tuesday if you'd have me. But yeah. Um, or you can email them to us as well. We'd love to hear them. Okay. They're really fast, too, really quick. But. Like, it's actually recently since I've been listening to you two awesome ladies. Okay, well, we look forward to hearing well, we them. we look forward to, yeah, having you back right. again. And nice Thank to you. finally talk to you, Sabrina. Yeah, you too. You were in Italy I, last I know. Time. I know. I'm jealous. How, how dare I? How dare I miss your first stories? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. Um, no problem. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Safe drive. It's so funny how Marcus's dad does not believe and yet has had probably the most terrifying experience there is. Because one, this entity is messing with his reality. Yes, he's been up, you know, a long time working, which is already difficult on on the mind. But then it's almost like wants him to get out of the truck. I'm glad that nothing else happened after that, you know? This is reminding me a lot. This is like some paranormal news, I guess, coming forward. But there have been in the past like month or two, so many sightings of what appears to be a fleet of UFOs in the sky from yeah. all over the US and all over all of these different yeah. countries. And everyone's like, what the hell is this? And there seems to be no explanation. And yet all of these people are experiencing very similar things and have really good video proof of it. Did you see that shadow TikTok? Mm, which one? There's a TikTok and this woman was like outside and it's a cloudless day like no clouds in the sky but over like the mountain or like hill there's a massive shadow oh yes it looks almost like it would have been a cloud but there's literally no clouds in the sky this is reminding me of you know when everyone's saying there were all of those conspiracies and i always feel silly saying conspiracy because i believe in all of it so i'm i won't I want to present it as facts, but I like feel pressure to say it's a conspiracy. But to me, it's real. Yeah. But there were all of those videos where people were like, look at this weird cloud. Look at this cloud behaving strangely and like changing shapes in like a non-organic way. And it's it's like all those UFOs that are cloaking as clouds or whatever. But clearly someone forgot to turn off their invisibility. Invisibility cloaks. I really want one of those, by the way gift for me if anyone ever you know wonders what they get what they should get me tell the aliens they seem to be able to do it i also would love to be abducted so who has the connections um they haven't listened okay i'm gonna bring up holly and then after that i'm gonna bring up hannah lovely i think i say lovely or great every single time lovely Lovely. but holly it's lovely to have you (laughs) hi 
Hello. So it's exciting to talk to you guys. I've been listening since probably episode three. So, oh my gosh. It's been a long journey. You're an wow. OG pyramid. Pyra- Whoa, pyramid. 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 Pyrenees? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sticking so, with us this long. Exciting. So I have a little story, a little quick one. But uh, once I was driving home and I was just like, listen to my podcast, Dirty John. But I'm spookier oh, you if I it was you guys though, but... <laughs> gotta make do but dear john gives you the real life horrors right like the stuff that is flesh and blood human in front of you doing horrifying things to you oh just everything's so scary <laughs> but yes. i all of a sudden got a call from my mom and i was showing up on my speaker on my car so i say answer or whatever i did but in my old car and then all of a sudden it says help me in the quietest scariest little voice oh, I was like that doesn't sound like my mom <gasps> so I was so scared I was like hello hello <laughs> no one's answering so I'm freaking out no I'm like what is happening that's horrifying I hang up I try calling back no answer luckily I'm like two minutes from home so I get home park walk into the house no one's there I try calling her again I'm freaking out. I'm pacing the house for like 10 minutes, calling over and over again. She walks in the door. And what does she say? Why are you calling me? <laughs> oh my gosh. She's like, I was driving, but she doesn't have like the same tech as I do. So <laughs> obvious. Like the heck? No answer. And I'm like looking and I'm like, show me your phone. <laughs> I'm like, you called me. And she's like, no, I didn't. So I look at her phone. Sure enough. My phone has her calling me. Her phone does not have her calling me. Yeah. Stop. And it was a voice saying, help me. Yeah. That is so it help me. terrifying. And it was like quiet whisper. So I was like, doesn't sound like my mom, but it could be my mom. But it's not my so mom. Cute. Like, what could it have been? And I'm so curious if it was something like in your car or in your in your vicinity that just used like needed to use a yeah. I don't know or was it something yeah uh, I don't know was it, it like a so glitch scary. in time I don't know like I am always so scared I'm like what if it's like alternate like dimension or something like I don't know multiverse or whatever <laughs> I'm like is this like did I just pop in right. somewhere else and get a different call like because I don't know who this call was and it didn't sound like it was like a radio like it sounded like someone was like talking into a phone saying like help me Ooh, did, oh, did you hang up after that? Or like, so you, you kept saying hello. Yeah, and then the, the, the I kept call saying hello and the call didn't disconnect. It was just like static. Oh, and I was like gosh. so scared. So I hung up and I tried calling again and no answer because obviously my mom was driving. So I'm just it's glad, so scary, but it also makes me feel so sorry for whatever spirit, like in desperation, figured out a way to manipulate electronics and get a message asking for help. And yet. We're like, well, who are you? Where are you? What do you need? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, I can't help you. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm driving my car. I'm like saying, call mom over and over again. I'm oh, I'm just glad that your mom was fine. And it wasn't oh, yeah. like she a was like premonition or like the spirit world trying to intervene in some type of way. Yeah. She was like, not bothered. She's like, why are you <laughs> calling me? And then I told her and she's like, oh, that's silly. <laughs> she's like, 
That's so weird. Oh my god. Yeah, she's like, that's so weird. Like, Mom, I thought you needed help and the ghosts were calling yeah, on you. The ghosts were calling for you. you. Like they were trying to help you, Mom, but no. And who needs life alert when you just have ghosts on the other yeah, end? Yeah, she's not like technology like capable. So I'm like trying to like show her on the phone. And I'm like, see, your phone like did not call my phone, but my phone says that you called me. And she's like, I don't get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And meanwhile, like all of us over here are like, this is the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so scary. And it's like, it's nothing. Like, and it's like, because there's nothing to see after. It's just like, oh, okay. Like, I guess I got a creepy call, but there's nothing to do with this. <laughs> right. And it yeah. never happened again. No. Like, I'm someone who doesn't encounter like paranormal, like ever. <laughs> and so like, this is the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. And it's pretty scary. I'm, I am glad that it's it didn't turn scary. into anything else. And <laughs> I know. Well, I was always no worried answer. it was like, <laughs> uh, I hope not. I hope not. How long ago was this? Uh, no, it was whenever uh, Dirty John first came out. So, All right, so it's been a couple of years. Yeah, a couple mm-hmm. years. It was a different car that had like talking capabilities. And <laughs> so. All right. Well, hopefully that spirit's okay or found someone else to help them. Yeah. And I hope you guys stop getting all spooked over there. Well, actually, maybe I don't, <laughs> but, but I do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's fun to get spooked, but also we're like very near being yeah. possessed. Yeah. So. Just take care. Right, Make bro. sure you're all safe over there. Yes. Yes. We need everyone. The communal good wishes. Positive thing. Right. Yeah. Positive thinking. Good wishes. Yeah. If you get a phone call and it's my voice or Sabrina <laughs> saying, help me, you know that that's real. Like we, we really need help. <laughs> I'll start crying. I'll be like, I don't know how to reach that point. <laughs> <laughs> just have to fly to Boston, fly to LA, help us, yeah. find us, save us. Search yeah, for just, us. You know, just a, just a Canada like plane. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only a million dollars. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure that that visa is up to date, right? Passport. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Valid. exactly. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Now I'm just picturing the like, the mystery of Corinne and Sabrina disappear off the face of the planet and all of our podcast listeners have to try to find us. Everyone has to come together to find us. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Although it's fun. It kind of sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too nervous. So someone else will have to start that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Holly. Have a great day, guys. You too. too. So creepy. It is creepy. This is kind of like the downside of, of technology, right? It's like, we progress with technology and then there's Bluetooth and you get to use your phone in the car and all of this stuff. But then moments like this happen where, yep. I mean, what are the chances that a ghost is going to call you on like a good old rotary phone? Bring back the telegraph, I think. Although actually now that I say that, that's the that's, lesson. That's the preferred method of communication for black eyed kids. So I don't know, maybe nothing's the right choice. Bring back the fax machine. Bring back the fax. How about, Messages only written, delivered on horseback. <gasps> carrier delivered pigeons. Delivered by doves. Yes, carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeons. Yes, I think that is the goal. Actually, I think that would be... That's the future. <laughs> how? My question, though, with that is... That's the future. Is how the future do you get the pigeons to deliver things? Like doves, it makes sense because doves mate for life. So if you have doves separated, they would like find each other again, right? So if you have... If I wanted to get a letter to Nick and he's somewhere else, but he has one of the doves and I have the other dove, is that, would that work? They might be able to find, you know what? I don't, I mean, pigeons are very smart, but I don't know how you make them go to a specific location. 
I wonder if you had to like train the pigeon to go in between two, almost like an outpost, like a post office. And they just knew like, yeah, someone they, let us I know. feel like they had to be there before, right? You know, pigeons are really done dirty in this world. They were basically bred to be pets. And then everybody just kicked them onto the street and said, screw you, you dirty bird. And it's such a bummer because they're just supposed to, they're like little puppies of the streets. Puppies of the streets. Well, that's a really sweet and sad way to think of them. I feel bad for pigeons. Bring the pigeons back. Bring the pigeons back. I just want to have pet pigeons and chipmunks. I want pet ravens and crows. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to bring up Hannah. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Jamie. And Hannah, I need to know what your cat's name is. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Oh my gosh, how exciting. Um, my cat's name is Frida. Uh, she actually Frida. got fixed this past week, so she's in Coneland right now. Oh, Coneland. it. Oh, she's staring at me right now. I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm not talking about you. Uh, <laughs> she does know. Um, I just want to say thank you for calling me up. I just like screamed to my fiance, and he thinks I'm crazy from the other <laughs> room now. Um, it's deals, so it's fine. Well, we um, are so excited you're here. I am so excited. Um, so I uh, live like literally three seconds from the Lizzie Borden house. And <gasps> I have literally never been um, up until like a couple weeks ago. I went with my co-teacher, shout out to Becky. Um, and it was the coolest thing in the whole entire world. But I didn't expect like really anything just because it's so like, I don't know. I feel like it's like commercialized. Yeah. Uh, Right. And there's it, so many people that go through it every single day, you know? Like, right. I understand. So we like had been trying to look for a ghost tour, my co-teacher and I, and I was like, why don't we just go here? It's, you know, quick. We can just go and like be back. And so we decided to go for the walking ghost tour. And apparently, I don't know if you know this, but you can rent EMF readers. Um, I don't know Ooh. how well they really work. Uh, but we thought it was really cool. So the whole entire time walking around Fall River, you can like have your EMF reader and like do all that stuff. So that is so cool. Yeah, it was really yeah, great. And then you can do like, it's like an extra, like, I don't even know how much, like six bucks to like do the whole tour at night of like the inside, like the first floor. Um, and so the EMF readers outside, there was like cars and lights and obviously, so I don't know how well that worked out, but like inside the house, it was really cool because there were some parts where um, there was like absolutely nothing at all, but like from our chest down to the floor, like the EMF reader would just go off, and we were like, "Hmm, Ooh. this is weird." But you know, whatever. We're, we're we're walking through the house, and then when we come back to that same right in the living room, like where the father was like killed, um, mm-hmm. we like tried it again in the same spot, and there was nothing there anymore. And Ooh. We like, Ooh, that's creepy. Um, and then while I was in the dining room, they were talking about how, uh, the uncle had like an alibi, um, and that basically like they thought that Lizzie had to have done it, um, because of the uncle's alibi. And as they were talking, the EMF EMF reader went off for like 0.3 seconds and then stopped. And just as that went off, I, I'm always like checking myself. Am I feeling okay? Because like, I don't want to like psych myself out, but I literally thought I was going to pass out. (laughs) I had to like hold on to the chair. I was like, oh, this is not good. We're going down. And so it was like at that point where I was like, all right, well, I feel a little sick. We just walked around Fall River. So, you know, 
I don't know, maybe things are weird. Um, and then we like walked into the kitchen. I was like, oh, I really don't feel well. This is not going well. Um, and so it got to the point where it wasn't until I got out into my car that I was actually like, oh my God, I was just sick because I was inside the house. And oh gosh. yeah, it was crazy. And then I didn't watch the ghost like adventures like episode until afterwards. And the owner's daughter, like the past owner, she actually passed out in the attic um, oh God. while she was in there. And I was like, oh, that's a little weird. And so it's not like anything like crazy, but that was like the most recent like spooky thing I've done. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool to be like, you know, in the middle like, of it. But definitely well, some- too, I love that you guys, you approached it in, in so many ways that I feel like are proving the authenticity of this experience. You didn't watch the episode ahead of time. So you didn't have any preconceived ideas of like what you would experience. And also with the EMF reader, you went into different rooms, you tested things out multiple times and sometimes it reacted and sometimes it didn't. It wasn't necessarily like always on or always off. So right. obviously the ghosts are coming forth. Like that, yes. is, that is proof. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't know, maybe I, they have like a certain thing that sets it off like in one room versus the other. Um, I don't know, but it was kind of cool to like check out and see. So if you ever get the chance, I know Corinne, you're around here. Uh, definitely go do it. Sabrina, if you, you know, come this oh, way. We have been talking about it. Yeah, I definitely want to. I also sent you guys an email um, that kind of like recapped all my like, my really spooky things happened when I was a kid that some of it I kind of remember. Most of it's from my mom. So I had like a really creepy imaginary friend that I'm not really sure if it was an imaginary friend or not. Um, and also my bed shook like the exorcist when I was like two years old. So, oh, good. Yeah. Really fun. Uh, <laughs> very nice, pleasant experiences, right? Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. So I didn't put in the email either, but my mom may have opened a portal like in our house. Um, so that was also like really interesting. So maybe that'll be my next email to you all. <laughs> well, we can't wait to hear them or read them. That yeah. I mean, sounds like a lot has happened in your life. Yeah, it's been a little crazy. Um, but like most of those things like happened like from like toddler age to like high school. I haven't really experienced much since then. So, okay. All right. <laughs> well, all right. We look forward to reading your email. Yeah. Follow up with that portal. I need yeah. to more. <laughs> I had to see if my mom was okay with me sharing it first. And then when I told her, I sent the first email, she's like, well, did you tell them about the portal? And I was like, oh, well, now I will. So, <laughs> okay. Amazing. Love, love that. Yes, everyone. This is a this is a note to everyone is to ask your family for permission to share their stories or ask them for their creepy stories and then share them with us because we need to know more. Yeah, be like Hannah. <laughs> ask for channel Hannah. Channel Hannah through the portal. <laughs> parents for her mom's just like doing Ouija board seance that all the phantoms suddenly come through and it's like, oh, I was trying to contact my own family members. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do it together. She was trying to like, she started to like, try and practice Wicca. I don't know if what she was doing was actually Wicca. I don't know anything about that, but um, it didn't work out well for her. So (laughs) I've never dabbled with Wicca, but I did find an old Bible one time. Well, Bible movie isn't the right word, but it was like a like Wiccan Bible, whatever the version of that is in a like thrift store and it had the scariest Mm -hmm. writings all around the pages and I was like whoever 
owned this was not practicing this correctly and was trying to use it for like all of the wrong reasons. Oh, that's so (laughs) scary. It is. Oh, I think I remember you talking about that on the podcast. And I was like, no, that's too much. (laughs) Yeah, I think about that book sometimes. I'm like, maybe I should have bought it it just to make sure it wasn't in the wrong hands. But we'll see. Best wishes to whoever owns that. Yeah. Do not come for us. And best um, wishes to you, Hannah, and your yeah, and you. your mom. I hope that she's not super haunted anymore. And she, your newly neutered kitty. <laughs> yeah. Frida, on the other hand, uh, still has a little bit longer to go in oh, cold light. So. <laughs> so cute. Well, thank you so much for sharing <laughs> with you. us. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Gosh, I just want to be, I just want to live in Hogwarts. <laughs> Where's this coming from? Just talking about like this book, and it made me think of um, just it made me think of Harry Potter, and then I just I watched it last night, and oh. I just want to live in like a magical world. Good spooky mood, escapism. That's what my brain's at. Okay, I'm gonna bring up Jamie. Oh my gosh, uh, sorry, I'm just really excited, but also the Harry Potter thing just made me super excited because I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what house are you in then? I feel like that's I, Sabrina's next question. Yeah. yeah, I'm a Gryffindor. I definitely thought I would be a Slytherin, but I am a Gryffindor through and through. That's so funny. That is exactly how Nick is. He really wants to be a Slytherin. <laughs> you too, Frank? You yeah. want to be a Slytherin? Well, mm, I didn't really want to be a Slytherin, but I am a Gryffindor. I don't know what yeah. I wanted to be. I think I, I definitely to thought I Hagrid. Be... I wanted this sort of <laughs> surprise. You're actually Hagrid. You You're just Hagrid. Nothing but the wilderness. This, that is the most you, Corinne, thing in the world. <laughs> of course you want Hagrid. Well, and then maybe you could find your b- boyfriend Bigfoot on the way. Yeah. Like, he comes right? Hagrid, creatures. Hagrid is basically Bigfoot. <laughs> Hagrid is Bigfoot. Okay, I clearly have a type. <laughs> um... <laughs> What's your ghost story? So it's not so much ghost stories, but I have a few kind of tiny stories that aren't as creepy as the ones I've been hearing today. Oh my goodness, Hannah. I don't know how you guys deal with these things just from listening to the podcast. I've been listening since not quite day one, but pretty close. Oh my God. Amazing. Well, it's just funny too, because it's like, to to your point, like people are sharing horrifying experiences, but everyone does it so calmly. Everyone's like, Yeah. yeah, it's like no big deal. So matter of fact, like, yeah, this thing happened to me so nonchalant and we're like what yeah what what do you mean I can barely formulate words and sentences after hearing this (laughs) well I've got a few like quick stories so I'll try and keep it under the five minutes or whatnot um but shout out for can from Canada here and I have a few shout outs for my friends in here yeah you guys have to come up and visit okay we will it's a sign Okay, well, this one, my first one is from my childhood. And I don't know if it's super creepy or not. But after listening to you guys' podcast, I was like, ooh, I feel like it's a little creepier than I first thought. So basically, I was, I don't know, five or so, and I would go hunting with my dad. Mm -hmm. And we were coatting. And all of a sudden, there was a great horned owl, which I don't know if you guys know, but they are massive, like six foot or to eight foot long wingspan. And this thing was literally hunting me as I was going deer hunting. So it would swoop down close to our quad, kind of try and pick me up and then keep going back up. Um, And it did it like four or five times to the point where I was with my dad. who was like, okay, we got to go home because this thing is like full on 
like stalking you because like, I was just so smoking relentlessly. And then after hearing your guys' like podcast about is it La Llorona? Who, yes. Yes. I'm not Hispanic by any means, but that she, or, that she sometimes appears as an owl. Or is it La Lechuza? Was that the one? I'm not there's sure. There's so many. Okay, we <laughs> can do the chat to let us know. But yeah, there's so many that are, yeah, present. And like, it was just complete daylight. So it's weird to see an owl nonetheless. But yeah, yeah this thing like stalked me for, I was going to say a bunch of meters, but I guess a bunch of miles. Um, <laughs> over here. Yeah, so that was my first just kind of creepy story. Uh, the other terrifying. one. Yeah, super terrifying. I have a few other kind of more lighthearted ones. Um, So, yeah, uh, growing up, I had a friend, Liv, shout out. She likes to listen to your podcast. Pyramid Scheme is working. (laughs) And so she had a Shih Tzu that passed away and super sad. We were all quite upset over it. And like a year later, I was laying in bed and she would always come and cuddle with me a certain kind of way in bed. She'd kind of hop up after barking at me. And just it was this very particular way that she would kind of settle down and where she would settle down. And like a year after she had passed, I was talking to my friend Liv and she was like, yeah, I keep feeling Zoe at night. Like she keeps in, coming and cuddling up with me. And I'm like, same here. And oh, it was kind of... God. Yeah, it was while we were both going through a really hard time and we live in different provinces, like very far apart, but both were having these same experiences. And it was at a point in my life that was like quite hard. And I ended up actually getting a puppy of my own who I wasn't expecting to get a Shih Tzu, but it kind of just happened that there was one puppy left. Nobody wanted her. And I was looking for a dog while my sister was picking up a cat or adopting a cat and so I adopted just this little shih tzu who reminds me so much of Zoe so that was kind of a special one and I haven't yeah and I haven't had a visit from her since I got my little lily but okay she was kind of a cute you have your own comfort you don't need me anymore yeah so that was kind of a sweet one where yeah it just I could tell it was her by how she would come and lay down like on my lap because it was just a very weird unique thing to do (laughs) she was weird and so I've got two quick last stories but one of them I never really believed in ghosts until my sister's boyfriend sent me a video of him at work and he's looking on a security camera and clear as day you can see this lady in like a full-on nightgown just staring at a corner not moving in a like in slippers he went and he asked all the residents in this apartment building that he was doing security for no one saw her he has like a snapchat video and it's clear as day oh, oh my gosh I do yeah I can or I can get him to send it in but it is super creepy and like I know he has his own experiences but like that one creeped me out and then just my last thing and I don't know if some people maybe in the uh yeah he did quit so I just saw that in the comments <laughs> um but my last thing maybe you guys can help me out with this one a bit um something I've noticed over the last few years ever since I was a child I would have dreams that seem super realistic nothing super wild happens in them but a certain amount of time later, they'll always come true. And oh. like to the T. And you, I, what's like the context? So I'll give you like the first one I can remember happening. I was in like maybe first grade and I was having a dream about being in our gym class and one of my friends kind of shushing us and she had her hair done in like 
the braids you would go get done if you went on vacation somewhere, like the tiny whole headed braids. And the next day she didn't have that done before it comes up and we were all being too loud in gym class. And then like, and it's been things like that, or I've had dreams about working at a different place, like four years before I did. They're never anything like interesting, (laughs) but it happens a lot. And so I was talking to, and it still happens to this day, talking to my sisters and it actually also happens to them. I have no idea why. And I was okay, like, I don't know. Maybe you guys know something about that. The only thing I can think of is, I mean, we talk a lot about how we don't believe time is linear. Like the it, mm-hmm. it's all happening at once. So it's just possible that maybe you're just getting flashes of little moments of things that have already happened because time is happening all at once. And maybe, yeah, happens, but not for your conscious timeline yet yeah yeah like and like we can lucid time. dream in them like we can oh, choose so what we like want slipping I into guess that timeline is... real quick right like, I this is no another idea. case of like i'm just thinking of like he in the multiverse and dr strange and and all of those or interstellar you know so many examples where it's like time is happening all at once but there's also different different universes different yous and so i wonder yeah if like for a maybe in your dreams it feels so mundane and so normal because it is because you're slipping into another version of you that's truly existing in another timeline just sped up six months four years however long you kind of like blip into existence maybe you're like somehow astral traveling to other in your own life I don't yeah. Know. And like, yeah. we'll even have these dreams. And like the next day, I remember this was a few years ago. I was like talking to my ex at the, or my boyfriend at the time. And I was like, yeah, I had a dream. We broke up. I was working at some new place. I've never worked before. And then after I moved back from being abroad, I moved, I had this job and I was talking to somebody about like our breakup. And I was like, oh my goodness, I had a dream about this literally four years ago. And I had no idea who the person I was talking to was, but like, it was the same person that was in my dream. Never met them before. Wow. Just crazy things like that. That is wild. Yeah. I am glad that, okay, I know that it's it's a weird feeling and it's definitely like, well, what does this mean and what is it what is it getting at? I There's a part of me that kind of prefers this to like big moments, like premonition. Oh, 100%. <laughs> then it feels like, what, what do I do with this information and how do I, you know, I know we've read stories of people who have who experience that a lot. And it just feels like this weird gift of power that no one asked for. It just it feels kind of useless too. Cause you don't know which dreams are going to come true and which aren't. Yeah, You're just exactly. like, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's my story for y'all. Like not really, not really haunted by any means, but <laughs> these no, are but amazing. What do you mean? <laughs> I think you're very haunted. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I'm not haunted, but here's seven ghost stories and the paranormal <laughs> phenomena and mysteries that happened to me. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> experiencing a lot. I am curious, though, with these dreams, too, when you do go, like, let's say you are flipping into another timeline and seeing mm-hmm. moments that you're living, another version of yourself is living. When you're there, I wonder what happens. Like, what happens to the consciousness that already existed in that version of you if you're coming in and kicking it out? You know, no idea. Yeah, I yeah, I have no idea. It's just a weird, spooky thing that kind of my sister and I giggle at, which shout out to Kennedy because she also follows the pyramid scheme. (laughs) Love it. 
Wow. But okay. wow. thanks, ladies. I'll get off so somebody else can get Thank on. You but so thanks much. for letting me share. Oh Thank my you, God. Jamie. We'll come yeah. visit in Canada. Do it. I've even heard you guys talk about the Banff hotels and I can attest they are haunted and we'll tell you the ghost stories there. Okay. So I want to make make your way up. Okay. We're coming. I'm so down. (laughs) Okay. Well, love you ladies. Bye. Love you. I'm going to bring up Jade. Hello, Jade. Hello, Jade. Hello. Hi. Hi. Surprise. Oh my gosh. I didn't think I'd get picked. This is awesome. (laughs) I, I realized that I didn't do like a up next is and I just kind of was like Jade's coming up now and so there was no time for you to prep. Sorry. There was not, but that's okay. Um, not. I don't even know where to start. I guess I'll start with um so well first off, thank you. Um I absolutely love your podcast. You're the first podcast that like reined me in and I I've been hooked ever since. I can't get oh over my it. Gosh. <laughs> well we Yay. are so glad you're with us. Thank you so much. Um, So I guess I'll start with, so every time anyone in my family um, gets pregnant, um, always like some spooky stuff ends up happening. Um, So with my sister, when she ended up getting pregnant, um, she and her husband were asleep one night. And when they were like looking up, um, they saw a bunch of shadows like coming across like the the ceiling. Um, And that was right after she had her first baby. And I didn't think much of it. At first, I thought, like, she was just making it up. Um, But then once I became pregnant, I think my baby was only, like, two months old. Um, What ended up happening was my fiancé at the time, he had gone to work, and he worked overnights, and my baby was in the crib right next to me. Um, And what ended up happening was something woke me up. I just, like, sat up and looked over, and my baby was still in the crib. And then I looked ahead of me where, like, my bedroom door was. Um, and I thought I saw my fiance coming in from work and I just like mumbled a high and laid back. Um, and I fell back asleep cause I thought everything was fine and he was just coming in. And then like a few hours later, he actually does come in. Um, and I was like, well, were you just here? Like, I thought I just saw you standing in the doorway, like looking at me. And he said that he had just gotten home. And what happened was, so he like came in, we we're talking about it. And I was like, so was the door open? when you came in because like I saw you standing there looking at me and he was just like yeah it was open and I was like you promised you didn't get home earlier and he was just like no I just got home so I literally saw something like looking at me that looked like my fiance yeah it, it, it was your fiance yeah it was so spooky it, um was it like did you get a bad feeling about it I got kind of like concerned, but I was mostly just like worried that like my baby was still there. I was a first time mom. So I was like freaking out about that. Yeah. But just seeing him, I was like, oh, it's just my fiance. It's fine. Um, but like once he really came in, then I was like, oh, crap, something something's wrong. That's so annoying. So, I know it was. You said that whenever there's pregnancies in your family, things start to happen. Is it generally like this? Like, is it kind of these unrelated maybe spirits to your family that are, or like maybe even entities coming forth and being curious about the new children. I'm curious about it. If it is that, because it does also seem to follow us. So I moved out of my parents' house and moved into an apartment. Um, And in that apartment, like the baby monitor, the camera of it moved away from my baby while it was taking a nap. And I like ran up the stairs as fast as I could and nothing was in there. Um, and then like another occasion, like there's tapping on a box. It was terrifying. (laughs) Um, but then like 
there was a, my fan was right next to me and it was on a box and I could hear tapping on the box. And so I turned off the fan thinking, oh, it's just moving like the box or something. And the tapping continued. I made my fiance switch sides of the bed with me immediately. I was like, I can't be near that. (laughs) It's terrifying. It makes me, so do you remember when you, when you're, you were born, like and you and your siblings were born, were there a lot of paranormal things that happened or is it now just with your generation of the kids? I always remembered like having an imaginary friend, but um, there was really like when I was maybe six is when I really started to notice it. And I thought what I didn't know now or what I didn't know then was what I think I saw was like the hat man um, standing in my doorway when I was about six. And I was like screaming to my mother, telling her that somebody was standing in my doorway. I remember him wearing like, I don't really know if it was a him, but like I just got the him type vibe. Um, And he was like wearing a long coat and like the brimmed hat, like the cowboy hat. Um, and he was just standing there and it was just a shadow. And I was like screaming bloody murder. And my mom was like, just shut up and go to sleep. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> She's more tough love type mom. Um, and I just was so scared. And I was like, he didn't move. He didn't shift. He didn't do anything. Just standing in my doorway. And that was like my first encounter. And I was scared beyond belief. Yeah, totally. It sounds like your whole family is a bit spooky or like open to the paranormal realm. So maybe in now having children, they're opening you back up and opening themselves up. Oh, absolutely. Um, I just want to share this last tidbit because I know I'm on a little bit of time cramp. But um, so my son, he is now five, but this happened when he was three. And he... I I hate even saying the name because I'm in the house that this happened in, (laughs) but we moved in with my husband now who um, is different from his father, but um, we moved into this house and he was fine for a couple months. Um, And then he started saying like, anytime we left, he was like, okay, bye house, bye Lexi, bye. And would like name off all our animals. And then one day he threw in the name Adder and I'm just like, who's Adder? And he was just like, he's just in there. And I'm like, who the frig is at her? Yeah. Just knowing that like something's wrong. And so like one day, like me and my husband were talking to him and we're just like, do you, can you find at her for us? Can you like show us where he is? And he's like pointing under the coffee table that was like in our living room at the time. And I was just like, is Adder under there? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like pointing in other areas of the house. And I was like, Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> and so then the other like couple nights following, he was pointing at a corner of his room and he was screaming bloody murder. And my husband went in to go check on him and he was just like, hey, what's wrong, bud? Like, what's going on? And he said he felt the worst, like chilling, terrifying feeling against his back. Like he didn't even want to turn around and look at that corner. But obviously you have to be brave in front of a child. So he was like, it's OK, it's going to be fine. And like it just kept getting worse. And we both started feeling like a dark feeling on us and it just got really heavy in the house um but my son just kept saying like bye adder have a good day adder and like was pointing where adder was and i was like oh god this is not good so that was the recent thing and we had to um have one of his it was actually his ex-wife come in and sage the house and little did i know that actually his ex-wife um she's she's a practicing witch and she had asked her father to come back to her because she had lost her father during the Christmas times. And they actually experienced a lot of spirits coming into the house that were not her father. And so then she had to stage and try and cleanse the house and get them all out. 
And I think just her doing that has just opened up a whole world that we were not ready for. Yeah. Yeah. So we deal with that. And like, occasionally we have like spooky things happen and then we have to stage again. But I think just my son naming something was just, it's top tier and it's just terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And like for him to so casually be like, bye. Yeah. (laughs) We don't say the name around him anymore because we're just scared that like, it's going to come back. Yeah. But thankfully it hasn't yet. But I was like, that is... Ooh, it was horrible. Like he was like that scared of it. No, it was just that one time. So it almost made me like wonder if maybe like Adder was like his friend, and then there was something else going on up there. But thankfully, like once we staged, it got a lot better, and we just do it every couple months now. Wow, good. I mean, (laughs) like (laughs) stuff about it possibly being in your family. I feel like that's Hatman is often seen in familial hauntings and just the the fact that your son had these experiences too I just yeah I believe it that like your family is just somehow a little bit more open up and in tune and whether it be something that's kind of a familial haunting that maybe everyone will experience or if it's just something that you guys experience because you've created such open energy around you I mean, yeah, absolutely. Haunted, but I'm glad that you're aware and you're taking precautions and trying to yeah. kind of like tread lightly around certain spirits. And, and you are right that the combo of like your family being spooky and open to the paranormal, but then plus this like possible portal that was opened does make it a tricky situation that you have to be aware of. And how do you make sure it's safe? Right. Exactly. And like one part of me is like, oh, don't tempt it. Like you don't want to go down that road. And then the other side of me is like, I was terrified in the moment, but now I'm kind of like, I want more encounters. I absolutely love this. (laughs) But also I have kids, so I have to make sure that I'm being safe. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think the biggest thing is like, don't, you know, ask for them to come to you, but if they come to you, make sure you state like, Hey, like this is a safe space. Only positive and light can be here. Like, no negativity is welcome. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, just listen to the episodes that we are going to publish in the next couple of weeks and, you know, <laughs> something scary might happen to you. I cannot wait. I found your podcast a little bit later, but I have been binging it at work. I have 10 hour work days. I work in a bank and I just sit there with my headphones on all day long for 10 hours straight. And then I even listen to it in the car ride, which is typically a little bit more creepy. I'm always worried there's going to be something that like pops up in the backseat of my car, but it's still my favorite. I I can't get enough, honestly. I love that. Thank you, Jade. That's so nice. Thank you. Podcast too at night in the car. I feel like it's even more spooky because the shadows, like with the headlights and the street lamps and everything, they totally cast shadows on the back seat. Absolutely. And I live in Maine, so my heart drop into my stomach a few times doing some (laughs) similar listening session in the car at night. Yeah. And I live in Maine. So I take like a lot of back roads to get all the way back to where I live because I live kind of out in like a woodsy area. So there's not many like street lights. It's mostly just dark. (laughs) Fellow New Englander. I love it. Yes. I absolutely love it up here. (laughs) I wish I could live in Maine. One day. One day. (laughs) One day, Sabrina and I will both be your neighbors. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with us, Jade. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Okay, let's pick a theme for next 
week, everyone. Lovely. Wait, Jason. Also, I love that Jade. Wait, Jason just said there's a female spirit coming through for me. Okay. Well, Jason, what? Jason is a nice spirit because we can't handle any darkness for the rest of the day. Should I, should I bring Jason up and find out? Why don't we go into Why doesn't Jason tell us in Discord? Or you can bring him up. Bring him up. He said, yes, yes it's, it's a nice spirit. spirit. Hello. Hi, Jason. Hi. How's it going? Good. So What's there's a spirit. <laughs> tell us it's, more. She, she's a nice spirit. Okay. She's just been... She's been coming through for the last, oh, about 15 minutes. She's been very insistent on talking to you. Okay. I get the feeling, too, that she must be connected to your husband in some way. Oh. Because, like, she's been watching out for both of you. But then she also said that uh, the first time that he introduced you to her, she knew the two of you were meant to be together and that you were going to be good for each other. Whoa. Interesting. Well, this is great news because given all of the darkness that we experienced earlier, I'm glad that there's some kind and loving familial energy coming forth for you, Sabrina. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah. Do you have any other information about who it is? Um, she's an elderly woman. I know that she's, she's very, She's a very sweet person. Oh, well. I can't see her, but I, I just, I can, I can feel her coming through. But she, yeah, she's been, she's been watching over you. And, you know, she says, like where you guys were talking about demons and stuff earlier, she said, you know, don't worry that she's going to keep you safe. Oh, I have a guardian. <laughs> a guardian, finally. And, and she's kept you safe before. Uh, you know, she says, do you remember that time when you were at work and you were in the elevator and the elevator stopped working? Do you remember that? Um, there's one time I'm thinking, well, I mean, recently, I guess I got stuck in an elevator. I wasn't really at work. Well, there, there was a time she said there was a time you got stuck in an elevator and, you know, you you felt scared by it. You thought, you know, that maybe it could be something bad happening to you. But it wasn't you got stuck in the elevator because, you know, had you have left the building and not been stuck in the elevator, something would have happened to you. So she stopped the elevator to keep something bad from happening to you. She's saving you from car accidents. You're convinced you're going to die in a car accident and she's making sure you don't. Yeah. Wow. This is so fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. How well, interesting. Jason, thank you so much for sharing this with me. If there's any other information, will you email us? Yes. Oh, and Corinne, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the demons either. Arachne says she's got your back. Okay, good. I was hoping Go Arachne. I walked around, I did some some cleansing and, and said some things that people had suggested for me to say. But I was like, you know what? I I feel scared, but also confident that everybody around here, Arachne, has my back. My well, Aww. and she says that you have a ghost guard dog, too. So, hell yeah, <laughs> I'm into that. You're wow. You're going to be both of you guys are going to be protected. So, well, thank you for reassuring us, Spirit World and Jason. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Jason. Have a thank good night. you. Have a good one. <laughs> you too. The 
plus side of this is a thing that I only, sorry, I'm stuttering. I'm all over the place, but I'm glad that nice spirits and spirit guides just came forth because another part of Jason and any mediums and psychics channeling is like, they also have to deal with the spirits that are coming forth. So I'm glad at least Jason yeah. also got to be contacted by only positive spirit. Yes. Yeah. That's um, okay. Let's pick a topic real quick. And let's see. Oh, a witchy theme next week. Yeah. Coming so some suggestions in the chat, everybody. Oh, I do like the witchy theme. Witchy theme, astral projection, medium experiences, haunted workplaces, shadow people. Because witchy theme opens it up to like witches can come tell us their stories. Premonitions are witchy. Any experiences with like spell jars or having to seek out practitioners for help and advice. All right, let's do that. I agree, Lizette. Okay, let's do that. And then in the month of October, we'll do another one of those out of the out of a hat episodes. I love that. Yeah, Yeah. October will be fun. Yeah, real good. Okay, next week, witchy theme. Lovely. Lovely is my word of the evening. I keep saying Lovely. it. Perfectly splendid. Lovely. Well, this all right, everyone. Fun. We love you all. We love you. And, and we will. We will. See, see you on the, the other, other side. Very spooky. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories.